Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Tactical Distributors right here in Virginia Beach. Check them out. They've got everything under the sun for your favorite kind of gear, baby. They've got Arcteryx, Suntos, Solomons. Hey, Sun Winkler! Yeah, they sell Winkler. Sorry, you can't hear them. But they've got Winkler knives. They've got, oh man, tons and tons of things. And also, not to mention their own line of uh, tactical distributor products, such as the uh, Carlos Ray and my favorite Legend Pants and Battle Briefs, once again making a fourth uh, time appearance in the podcast. And also, thank you to our friends over at DOA Arms. They have been hooking me up with my favorite pistolas and rifles. So make sure you check them out. That's DOA Arms. Both are located right here in Virginia Beach. Just let them know Manny sent you. You know what? You go to TD to buy stuff, let them know Manny sent you. You go to DOA Arms, you let them know Manny sent you, all right? So um, in this episode, we talked a little bit about a few things, uh, the election and how there's a there's a great evolution in gear use through time and how fascinating it is. So give us a listen and please share and like the show and leave us a review on um jesus i lost my train of thought on spotify and as well as apple play we are also on buzzsprout and still waiting on stitcher but we will be there all right so share please share the show and tell your friends about how wonderful we are because hey man we great all right so i hope you enjoy and here we go take a look at it all right all right hey what's going on everyone we are back i mean not really because we this is our first time talking but um hey today's pretty interesting man because i we have no idea what's gonna happen with what with what with the election <laughs> it's uh 702 p.m eastern standard and polls are closed Polls just closed. Polls are closed. I, I, I got to tell you, I, I think I mentioned it earlier, but people are, are on edge. They are they are boarding up their businesses. They're 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 thinking it's going to be the purge. I yeah. yeah. I took a CBD uh, chewy earlier. Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I do this. I've had some anxiety to be honest. With you. Yeah, uh, it's so like. A lot of guys have been talking about, oh, I'm going to put on my plate carrier and load up all my mags. And Well, we, you did bring a... We're at my <laughs> house, by the way. Yeah, we're at the uh, Todd Askins Manor. It's uh, <laughs> not a man. We're on the East Wing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, so I, I just brought them because normally when I go to work, I'll... Um, you know, I'll, I'll do a couple of dry fire practices. So that, or you never know what you might go to the range. Or you, you might go to the range, my impromptu range trip, you know, and I, I do live in the hood. You know, in, in Newport News area of Virginia. So for those that know what it is out there, it's bad it, news. Yeah, it's bad news bears, baby. That's what they call it, bad news. But <laughs> yeah. um, Yeah. So that's why I have all that. My, my rifles and my so it's pistols. Not, it's not for. Yeah, it's that. not for. Um, what, what could happen? What do you call this? Uh, civil unrest or anarchy or whatever. But I, I really, feel, again, as I mentioned before, man, I really feel like. You know, a majority of Americans aren't going to go out there and, and break windows and riot and all that. I think it's more going to more the opportunist who will do that. I mean, yeah. The, well, I mean, that's what's been happening yeah. in the past several months. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and 
I, I think about it like, uh, you know, no matter what happens, whoever's going to win, if, if, you know, the Donald or Uncle Joe wins, it doesn't matter. Your life will still remain the same. But you'll have some people argue with you oh, yeah. and say that it does matter. And I think oh, yeah. it does matter. Right, to an extent. But I hear what you're saying. You you're saying I mean? that at the end of the day, you still got to wake up, go to your job. Yeah, absolutely. You got to pay your mortgage. Yeah. You got to take care of your cat. Right. Yeah, my, <laughs> my fucking cat. Did, did I tell you about the cat disappearing? No. Yeah. So um, so Hans, my cat Hans Gruber, I I got I came home one day and, and um, my stepkid was like, hey, I haven't seen Hans all day. <laughs> well, what do you mean? It's like, I haven't seen him all day. So we started getting, well, technically it's her, but I call him him. <laughs> so, dude, for like a couple hours, we walked around the neighborhood in the dark looking for his fucking cat. Right, and so it's like, not an outdoor cat. Yeah, not an outdoor cat. Indoors cat. Okay. Got claws, but you know, still have been indoors. Oh, so it can live outdoors. Yeah, it can. It can fight off if you need to. And so my wife was like, "It's all right. I know you're stressing, and I'm trying not to show it. I'm stressing and worried about Hans, but you know, I was like, nah, it's all right. Hey, man, we'll just get a new kitty. You know, <laughs> this the, the plus side of things. You love that cat. Well, I love a cat. You know, and so they know I'm bummed, but I'm trying to show it off like I'm not. And we walked around, you know, I, I gave each kid one of my surefire lights and just fucking... Oh, they love that. Oh, they love that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're... Shining everyone's eyes. Oh, absolutely. And so uh, I got I got home because we, we called it off because it was getting cold and dark. And I'm, I'm, I plopped on my bed and then I see like ears and eyes on the edge of the bed. This motherfucker... Was in that. No, dug a hole in the box spring, like cut the oh. box spring thing off, and had hid there the whole day. All day. Oh, that <laughs> so, fucking cat, dude! I was like, "You son of a bitch!" Oh. So now it's like her new spot. That's where she hides all the time. In the bed. In the bed. Your bed. And, yeah, under our bed. bed. Yeah. So like, you know, if something, if the sex farm is happening in my bed, <laughs> which it hasn't in a while, that cat's gonna be under. <laughs> Fucking oh, that's weird. <laughs> it's, it's weird, man. Yeah, but I, I don't know how we got into that. But um, yeah, man. Anyway, I, we're I, good. I'm glad the cat's all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad too. But um, yeah. So we're uh, it's it's election night. We're we're just kind of watching the polls here. I, I think I, I don't. I really don't know what to expect, man. Like like I said, I think there's a lot of you know closet Trump supporters. Yeah. That's that's gonna. The, the it looks like friends. momentum mm -hmm. is for Trump. Yeah. But. The polls all say Biden. And I know yeah. it's Titan, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah. I, but you see these rallies. Oh, man. It's Crazy. insane. It is. It's insane. It is. I've never witnessed anything like that. I went um, one time with my father um, when Obama was elected and they were passing uh, Obamacare. Mm -hmm. They had a Tea Party rally in right. uh, D.C. Whatever happened to those guys? So I went with my dad. Uh -huh. It was a really cool experience. We yeah. just happened to go. We drove up. We parked, we got on the uh, tram, the metro, mm -hmm. went in, and I uh, was down uh, right in front of the Lincoln Memorial, and um, Glenn Beck was there. I remember, like, all, it was phenomenal. I think they had a million people there or whatever. Oh, wow. It was huge. Yeah. Everyone was peaceful, and then they showed pictures after it. There was not a single bit of trash there. And my dad's older. He's um, 83 now, so mm -hmm. he's, you know, mid-late 70s at that point. Right. Mid-70s. And um, it was a really cool experience, yeah. but that was something that there was momentum, you know, mm -hmm. but that was not going into an election. That was 
after an election had already happened. Right. Right. So, but you see these rallies with, I was telling uh, my dad tonight, I was like, I wish I would have gone to one of these Trump rallies just to be a part of the history. Yeah, just to you see know? it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know my father-in-law went. He did. Um, when he went to, New, when Trump landed in Newport News for a quick rally at the oh. airport. Yeah, it, this was recent. This yeah, was like, it was. Um, I think like a couple weeks ago yep. or three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. He said it was fun. He said it was. Did he have to spend all day there? Because that, that was my dad. I was like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't sit there all day um, waiting for somebody. He said they got there like three o'clock in the afternoon or That's something. And he landed at nine, did his thing for like an hour or two hours, I think it was. Right. And then he, he bounced. But he said it was a lot of fun. I mean, he, he gave me some some Trump posters and stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, you know, I mean, it's like, you know. Well, it's history, regardless. It's, it's, history. it's history regardless, yeah. 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 I, but I, I tell you what's interesting, man. A couple things I want to touch point on is that as far as I've been voting, in the, the amount of time I've been voting in all right. these presidential elections, I have never experienced one that's got such a great push to not vote for the other guy. Like, what do you mean? So it's like they're really pushing to not vote for Trump. You know what I mean? Like they're. I mean, it, to it's cancel probably, it out. Yeah. Like, can, oh, oh you know. right, because there's so much hatred for yeah, Trump. There's so okay, much I hatred. got you. You know what I mean? Like, like our guy's not that great, but whatever it is, just don't vote for that guy. Right. Right. It's like there's there's never been such a, a larger push. It feels like, anyways, in my experience, it does. And I, you know, and I understand, like if. That's their, it's their prerogative. It's their point of view of not yeah. wanting to get the other guy elected. You know, politics is always like that. Hey, vote for my guy. Right. Right. But this one, it just feels like they're, they're, there's like an extra umph in there. So like, I, I was talking to someone last night about this. So when Barack Obama won, mm -hmm. did you cry or were you demoralized? <gasps> no. I, don't, I don't mean this in a, fu in a funny way right. because yeah, a lot yeah. of people were devastated. Oh, yeah, Trump absolutely. Won. Yeah. Like, I know oh, several people who Dude, cried. I knew someone... So, um, me and my buddies, we have a mutual friend. Um, it, her husband was deployed at the time, so it was just her, and she was voting. And we're all hanging out, and she was bawling her eyes out. Oh, my right. God, they're going to... It was devastating. Yeah, they they're thought, gonna, like, the world was going to end. Right, they're going to come circle yeah. us up and yeah, put it's us like, in camps. It's like, what? No, like, you know, I mean... So, when, when Obama won, I was like, you know what? This is pretty cool. Right, it's he's historical. the first black man. In a, Absolutely, he, he like he, he sounded great on the campaign trail. Now, he didn't have all the things that I wanted to hear. Yeah, but he's like, man, he could be, he could potentially be a good leader. Mm -hmm. Let's give him a try. And mm -hmm. I wasn't mad. You know, I was right. disappointed. You know, just going into yeah. it, it's like your team loses, but it's like, oh man, that underdog won. And, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, that's kind of I can appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's the thing, man. Uh, so this is I'm not going to feel the same way at Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I won't yeah. feel that. This, same this way. is the thing I, I appreciate about people in general when it comes to politics or any discussion where there's a disagreement is the ability to recognize. The other side. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if, if you don't, then you're just talking to a fucking wall. Right. Yeah. Hey, so I appreciate that about you. I appreciate that about, like, you know. You can have a real conversation. Absolutely. I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. You're going to listen to me. Yep. Or hopefully. Yeah. Um, and we might not agree on it, but usually you get pretty close to the middle where right. you're close to agreeing yeah uh, both sides are right we're like, not that I mean, far apart you know like i but I some get, people i'm way i mean they're, uh, they're light years away and i'm just i just can't some people just 
shut down and don't want to. Or they say some dumb uh, shit. Yeah, just like I I can't get with. Don't want to have an open conversation. No, you know, and that's that's the scary part. We saying dumb shit too, because like, you know, it's like (laughs) I say dumb shit shit all the time. (laughs) You know, it's but it's like, you know, this the support man. It's the the support for Trump and you know I mean support for Biden. It it helps them and it hurts them sometimes because you know there's there's a lot of for some reason, I don't know if it's, it's the media, the public, the social media, that they've kind of painted, if you're a Trump supporter, you're racist, right? Right. And it doesn't help that there's some people under the guise of patriotism express their racist views. Yes. Right. 100%. So, there's so it, definitely those shitbags out yeah, there. It, it muddies and it disrespects it everything a patriot stands for, you know, and... That's scary, man, to me. Like, but it's in my opinion, it's ignorant to lump everyone together in one group. Absolutely, regardless. Yeah, you know, like you, yeah. you just can't say that. You can't. And people who know me or know yeah. you or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's they they like. How am I, as a white guy that was you know born in America, going to come back from you're a racist? Yeah, yeah. It's the, I can't explain to them, you know. You sound like a racist, right? Well, I got a couple black friends, or like mm-hmm. I have these people in my life that are of color, mm-hmm. or you know, I have employed females, or you know, all these different mm-hmm. things, and they're not going to listen to me explain that. They'd rather just paint this picture and say you're as a racist, and then you can't come back from it. It's like, uh, well, all right, I can sit here and explain to you, but you're not going to listen anyways. Yeah, and it, and now you just it's it's wasted, man. Their yeah. minds made up, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, man. Even like when, when President Obama got elected, man, I was like, I mean, I didn't vote for the man. Uh, some of his policies, I, you know, he was, he was more tolerant with, you know, you know, being like homosexuality and stuff right. like that. And that was cool, man. I got yeah. no problems with that. There's some. Well, poli- I like that. Yeah, there's some policies I I definitely didn't agree. I mean, I think that he was a charismatic uh, person that people followed man he was yeah. he was in a was way a great campaigner yeah yeah i mean that man campaigned i mean he did like when it's it's uh i, I lost my train of thought but it's, he he's a he's a charismatic dude and he was back then a breath of fresh air just like trump was a breath of fresh air yes in 2016 he's young he was yeah. energetic he yeah. played basketball all the time yeah he was you like yeah and I'm, he had this youthfulness about him that yeah, you could identify yeah. with yeah and i've always criticized like criticized obama back then he's a he was a celebrity president right yeah that, you could, i could see that he was chilling with jay-z and yeah Nazi, everyone you know right. like it was crazy man but like at the same time, same as same as Trump, he's a TV personality. I know. Yeah, that's why. But but again, they're both breath of fresh air. They were not your norm politician in, in their own respect. Like, right. You know. So I I don't know what's gonna happen. Hey, but you got to give Trump a little respect with the way he campaigned. Oh, dude. Dude, he did. I think they they were talking. They did in two days. He did fifteen campaign I don't know appearances. How the man does it? <laughs> dude, I, well, he's he's like, got to be hopped 70, up on seventy seven. Seventy. He's old as fuck. Yeah, but like, 
I'm tired, you know, taking a trip to Richmond, Virginia. Like, that's an hour trip. This man is all over the place. All over. Yeah, man. He's, he's got to be high on something, man. He's, they say he got home at 3 o'clock last Jesus night. Jesus Christ. And he was up this morning interviewing. I mean, you got it because it's, yeah, it's, it's down to the to But, the you know, he, he's not leaving anything on the table. Yeah, yeah. I I, I really feel – yeah, we hate to keep ragging on this for the next – Five more minutes. We're fifteen minutes well, in. Well, they say that he won Virginia, uh, Biden, won Virginia and Vermont. So oh, they nice. called that. We'll find out. You already got all the the tallies in. No, no, but that was Virginia. They called it for Virginia, Vermont. E- even even would so. The problem with Virginia is we got Northern Virginia up there. Yeah. I was telling my dad tonight. I was like, they should, if they're going to make DC a state, they should lump up Northern Virginia yeah, and DC, should. and then. Uh, Virginia would turn red again. Yeah, so that it's where it's like, <laughs> the, you know what? You guys stay up there. Yeah, you're not. You don't. That's a that's a shitty thing too, man. Because like, they they feel like they gotta represent all of Virginia. Yeah, yeah. That small area, Prince was there. Uh, Prince George or yeah, Fairfax, counties. Fairfax. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alexandria. They're in another light year. Like you go there, and then you go down to like. Um, southwestern virginia and mm-hmm. it, it's you know it's very rural yeah country yeah. hard-working people and you get all the government mm-hmm. hoopla up in yeah. northern virginia yeah two man. different types of absolutely mentality yeah. you know the funny part is that like with the, the elections you know i mean like maybe a month or two before today election day like as far as at work right man People are buying gear left to right. Um, I think so tonight I'm, we want to talk about gear, some. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so we're going to get into the, yeah. We um, dude, when he had a shipment of plates of armor, and it was like I think it was a little over two hundred fifty sets. It was gone in like. So was that the Defender? Like two days. No, they were uh, Hesco. Hesco, Hesco, right? Okay, Hesco. Yeah, like forty four hundred, which is like a level four plate. So it's expensive. Uh, it's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, you know, I mean, per plate. Yeah, but it's it's cheaper in in comparison to other plates. Right. It's just it's it it it's heavy. It's like seven pounds. Yeah. But people were buying them like, geez, buy the drove. Sometimes people buy six six sets of plates. It's like, what the fuck. So do you feel like there's a prepper the prepper oh, yeah. mentality, or are they doing it for work or duty? I or think something? it's more for a lot of a lot of the um, the consensus has been just in case. Yeah, yeah, it's funny because it's good for our business, you know, for TD gun business, gun business, uh, you know, double tap business with gear. But at the same time, like, good for business, but like, are you just what's our the 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 instant thinking is that there's going to be a firefight somewhere, right? Yeah, I mean, it's good to be prepared. Don't get me wrong, but. There's got to be, that should be like the last resort. You know? I know. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I think though, men, probably. Right. Men like to have that last yeah, apocalyptic. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I mean, I got yeah. my setup upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think about it. I don't yeah. go and like rotate the magazines or do anything like that yeah, out yeah. of my belt my carrier no, I, I don't do that I, I just shoot them but you know yeah yeah man it's it's nuts like business has been booming booming yeah, yeah. I know the gun gun sales ammo is dry you yeah. can't even get it super yeah, I mean, expensive you can find so, it yeah you can buy um, 
No guys selling like for a dollar a round of uh, five five six. It's like, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's like but 20, people, people was it twenty two cents, twenty one cents, something uh, like that. A year ago, yeah. yeah. I mean, I sold uh, 50, 50 cents around for five five six. But you I mean, did, yeah, yeah. Just like you know, what, a gun broker. No, nah, it buddy? was like to a buddy. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's not that much of a buddy. <laughs> you're just ripping him off. <laughs> hey, man, it's just demand, dude. Yeah, I mean, right. it, I mean, that's the acceptable going rate. You know, it, like, it's crazy, man. Like. It is. I mean, you can't you can't blame the the businesses that do sell ammo to a point, you know, because there's oh, some you mean for jacking up prices. Yeah, for for inflation, just because the demand. I mean, there's some that sell for fifty dollars for fifty rounds of nine mil. It's fucking ridiculous. It is, but you also have to think about they might only where they were getting pallets of it before, mm-hmm. and they could run through it and get yeah. the turns. They might only get a couple boxes or whatever, a couple, right, and right, so they yeah. need to, you know, account for making that money for the next couple of months. Yeah, I'm not saying it's okay. There's got to be a, yeah, but you know, on their side of it, that's yeah. what they're thinking. Because there are online retailers that have like price increase, you know, 500. percent I I got you know. an email from Federal a couple months ago. Actually, mm-hmm. it might have been your post. You posted something, maybe I don't from know. Federal, and. Uh, I just went to their website and they had on, on there. I just bought a couple thousand rounds of nine millimeter at regular price. Yeah. But then I went back about an hour later. It's all gone. Oh yeah, absolutely. People yeah. will, will so buy it like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, but yeah, for us, it's been like that, you know, and people want to wear their carrier. Every time there's a rally, they will get an influx of. So what do you think yeah. about when you see, um, two a guys, kitted out at some of these maybe you well, know like so i saw a lot when they were tearing down statues or when um you know they might have a, a black lives matter rally yeah, and they're yeah. you know showing force yeah. like what do you well i i think that you know you definitely have every right to you know right to bear arms if you want to right if you want to be kitted up be kitted up that's you know hey it's legal to open have carry. you ever done that like kitted up in public yeah no no. Have you ever uh, slung your rifle and worn it in public? In public? No, no, I, I haven't done anything like that. Yeah, neither have I. Like I, I, I want. I mean, yeah, my social media shows I have a rifle and and yeah. some a couple of guns, but like, I want it to be a surprise if I whip this motherfucker out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Surprise, motherfucker! Yeah, yeah surprise, motherfucker! You know, like that's what's gonna be. But right. you know, if you want to open carry because it's an open carry state, then by all means, do it. Yeah. It's, it's your right, man. Um. I do think that. Do you judge guys who, if like, if you're going out back and you see a guy? Well, with I, ju- I judge them for their gear. I know it's a snobby fucking thing to do. <laughs> that? I'm it's, Let's get honest here. Yeah, it's it's a snobby thing to do, and I'm sorry. I do. That's if my. They have a old Serpa holster. It's my flaw. Or, uh, they have a Serpa holster, or like, or like their rifles are, you know, are um, they're not, they're oddly configured. Okay. If you will. Like where my brain doesn't see why it's set up that way right you know because for me it's it's pretty- not like an out of the box bushmaster but yeah. you're talking about like yeah like you know like a american flag yeah painted on it yeah i mean no not even that it's just like <laughs> how do we configure where optic placement is okay where, where the light is right in comparison to is this person a left-handed person a right-handed person yeah. why is this gun set up for a left-handed person you know like things like that i mean yeah. there, there's there's a lot more in-depth thought 
I'd like you to take a look at my rifle and see what you think about me. Slowly judge you. <laughs> yeah, man. But so, like for me, if if you want to do all that and you want to you want to rally, you know, and again, it's legal for you to do so. Yes. you're well within your rights. By all means, have at it. Yeah, I agree. However, it's it, I hate to say, however, the people on the opposite side of, of this of whatever issue it may be. Might not be as welcoming or as comfortable, and may cause may give you more grief and may cause more problem than anticipated. Because right. if I we see that happen, and you do see that happen, yeah, but know? I don't know if that would have happened if they hadn't. You know, who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, so when that rally in in North in uh, Richmond for Northam and yeah, and you know the, the, the two way, yeah. That was great. Nobody got shot. Did you go up there for that? No, I was in I was in Vegas by then. I was at, at shot by then. Me too. I was on a Sunday, I think. Yeah. But yeah, n- nobody got hurt. Yep. You know, everybody cleaned up after themselves. You know, my wife was there with my father-in-law. They, they had a great they had a great time. That's cool. Yeah, uh, they were one of the few that actually weren't armed. They went inside a fence. You know, and and it was another thing too, man. Like yeah, the the, the governor Northam he banned yeah. arms within a certain radius yeah, of, yeah. of the capital. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So they they it was a fenced-in area, so yeah. you just walk in there. Yeah, but you gotta not be armed. Right. You know they they had there's a lot of guns at that place. Yeah, it was, and it was great. It was a great display. You know. You know it's really it's really cool because it shows the gun grabbers the gun grabbers mm-hmm. that it is not the gun. No, it's the person. It's the person. Absolutely. I mean, there was a lot of guns. I don't know how many, but yeah, thousands of guns. Got it. I think someone said forty thousand people were there. Someone said twenty thousand people. Right. Uh, someone said it was it was less than a thousand, but clearly, that it, yeah, that was bullshit. But yeah, man, it, to me, it's just you know that was a perfect example of peaceful protest that was heavily armed. Yes. Right. Really. Like you wouldn't expect Or-ed-t. that. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I was know, curious what you thought about yeah. it. I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I, I yeah, just, uh, it, I, it doesn't fit me. I, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. If, but, if, you know, if I, I walk around armed all the time. Yeah. I'm just not going to present yeah. it and you know yeah. make a deal out of it. If I was if I was to go to, to a rally, you know, like where it's a show of arms kind of rally or anything like that. Yeah. I'd be doing the gray man stuff that right. <laughs> you, yeah. you talked about. Yeah. And that's where all that low vis shit comes into play yeah and you'll never know it's there until you know surprise you know? right but but that's not my my purpose of being armed is for defensive purposes you know me too yeah it's not it's not offensive it's not to intimidate yeah and also i feel like you're showing up at those places just like anything you're yeah. showing up that's that's what that's what counts right you yeah. are you know it's another body mm-hmm. there and, yeah um, yeah man absolutely i mean the the perfect example of having a rifle in a volatile situation and shit goes sideways is a written house kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, the other side has guns, you have guns. It's not, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. It's, it's a, it's not a good mix. It's, yeah, you don't want to be in that situation. No, no, man. You know, especially real winners. There's no real winners. Um, it's, it's hard because now that kid's got to go to jail until he he gets his name cleared, you know, and lawyer fees, lawyer fees. It's tough, you know. Yeah, he yeah. might, yeah, he might not get out of jail. Yeah, but yeah, I've, that's why, like I said, I don't, 
I don't really. Yeah, I don't want to get stuck on that. We can talk yeah. about gear now, but I, yeah. I was just curious. Yeah, but, but low vis is where it's at. So I agree. Yeah. So we were talking about prior to this podcast of like the evolution of so at tactical distributors our our um what we sell and what we stock has evolved over the years mm-hmm. and you were talking about the same right. thing with double yeah. tap that yeah and you guys are a store or a brick and mortar brick and, and you're mortar. real close to the base yeah we're we're, we're like five ten minutes off little creek Right, and yeah. we're uh, e-commerce, and mm-hmm. we sell a lot of military guys you know, yeah. for work, and we also do uh, contract work too, right, for units and stuff. But over time, we've seen kind of this departure from like uh, BDU uniforms, and, right, right, and, and you know, um, ruck boots and you know, mm-hmm. combat boots yeah. to this gray man, uh, more technically you advanced. Explain products. a gray man. Yeah, why don't you go? I mean, so I don't know if you're explain your your explanation. It's basically, you know, the the uh, the insta famous kids you see online with wearing jeans, the Hawaiian shirts, the Hawaiian shirts. No, Hawaiian shirts are boogaloo, but but you know, it's it's just the, uh, the the jeans, the plate carrier, the t-shirts, maybe wearing Sakonis or Sakoni, Sakoni. I'm not pronouncing that. Sakoni. Yeah. Or Sakoni, Dunks. Dunks. Yeah, dunks. You know, wearing Defcons or Supreme hats. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. But yeah, well, that, that's I wouldn't say that's gray man. That's gray that's man. that's hipster. Hipster. Okay. All right. I would say it's like hipster tactically. <laughs> I see gray man as guys who might be wearing the wearing the the gear to work, right? But they can also wear it to their kids' soccer game. Okay, I got where you. it's yeah. undescript. Yeah. but functional right, right what we were talking about yeah. like you know it, it might be an outdoor brand you yeah know, there's no, a lot about like yeah. cool or arcteryx or patagonia or outdoor research. where you have yeah or they it's a functional product mm-hmm. that you can go hiking in yeah you can run you right. can gun and then you can also just wear it you know out and about yeah and then you're you're right man there's like uh i've been with double tap for i think eight years God damn, damn it's eight years. Eight fucking years. My life. Anyways, besides the point. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So the um there is an evolution. So back then, you know, we were it's a brick and mortar store. Um, you know, we've got we used to do surplus and then we were we've evolved to primarily about And you had the eBay game going. The eBay right? game too, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk okay, about that. Okay, sorry. In NDA and Chill, Todd. But so, um, so look at it like this, man. Like, you know, we're we're we've moved primarily because of how gear and the tactical industry, if you will, for lack of a better term, evolved. has evolved. That we've moved away from strictly surplus. So we're we're like twenty percent surplus now. You know, mostly new gear. You know, same same stuff as you guys have. Yeah, yeah, and so you'll notice too, like, man, like maybe even 2010, guys would would want plate carriers with eight magazines, or right. you know, a ton of Molly, a ton a ton of Molly, and all the Velcro in the world, right? Velcro on your hat, yeah, you know, 360 degrees worth of Velcro <laughs> on your fucking hat, you know, and and you know, they were um. ESS iPros or M frame yeah. sunglasses, right? Wiley X. Wiley X's, right? They they do that. They they'll wear combat boots and 
you know, uh, LA. Yeah, I mean, but that's what was out too, right? right. There wasn't this huge plethora of brands that was making products for them. Yeah. Because these are the brands that were, and they were making it for mainly kind of standard issue. Yeah, there there were, and guys were were mimicking, you know, Blackwater guys back in the day, circa 2004. Yeah. You know, like, with, with... 511 pants, the cargo pants, and yeah. and all this, but now it's evolved. Which was evolution at that time. Yeah, it you was know, evolution. 511 came out with like with Royal Robins. They mm-hmm. had a pant that was way different than yeah. what was offered. I had to. Uh, now we kind of look at it like, oh, that's a tactical pant. But yeah. then it was you know new. Right. Yeah. Like every people wore all that stuff, man. But like now it's evolved to, I'm gonna carry three mags on his chest rig, right? Or three mags on his plate carrier, or everybody has a battle belt, or everybody has. You know, and and so it, it really has evolved for us. And like, you, you know, I I think I mean you guys, TD sells you know the um, the Carlos Rays and and the Legend pants and and those, kind of you know they 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 fill in a gap for something that's casual, but also practical for people who conceal carry or or duty work right you know, or you know undercover you see work you know uh clandestine work whatever you want to call it right and it, it's it's interesting to see the market was well, nondescript you know we haven't like kind of reached that pinnacle where you look at that label or logo and you go oh that's a tactical brand most mm-hmm. people don't i mean we're getting there and it's, I think it's a horse more. Huh? It's a horse. Yeah, it's a chest. Uh, <laughs> alpha, alpha, beta. Yeah, yeah. Two horses. Yeah. Um, but it, it, not even just us. But you, you know, like cool is a good example. Mm-hmm. Whereas an outdoor yeah. pant or mountain khaki, right? And they make a super functional pant. A bunch of them. Durable. Durable. Yeah. And uh, and it works well. I think what we did was we kind of took what these outdoor brands were doing and then really built a pant for a tactical person mm-hmm. that is going to conceal carry or does have more EDC right, um, right. where these other, you, you kind of have to make these outdoor brands work for a tactical person. Right. Um, yeah. So, some of them, not all of them. Right. But then, you know, then you've got other ta- uh, out, outdoor uh, brands like a Patagonia or a Arcteryx mm-hmm. or Solomon or some of these that we sell in, um, they, you know, over the years, now they have a segment of their brand that makes specifically tactical gear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was the thing too, man. Like, you know, f- for us, like when when we started moving into new gear versus just strictly surplus, we found that hey, there's guys like this, this brand, guys like this brand. And or so guys can afford this guys brand. Guys can afford this brand, yeah, because yeah, it's like, you know, back in the day, like, man, you know, okay, cool, 15 bucks for a pouch, a, p- a double pistol pouch. Okay, cool, we'll sell. But then you look at other pouches, like $30, $40, it's like, yeah, I don't hey. know people will buy this, but now the market is there for it. It is. Mean? Yeah. Like and a fair concept. Yeah, yeah. Fair, man, fair, we sell all day. I don't, I'm sure you guys do too. We do. We sell out of it all yeah. the time. I mean, all the it, time. As soon as it comes in, it goes. Yeah, we don't even put them out in the shop sometimes. Because yep. once once we receive an inventory, it's gone. Like it it's, is. I don't know who's helping us, but keep at it. <laughs> I've heard we popped up on Reddit a few times. Yeah, it's like some dude on Reddit would post that Reddit yeah, man. That'll yeah. get you good. That is a market that I'm not familiar with. Yeah, like I should I should hop in there and just see what's going on. Noah, there. you need to talk to Noah. Noah does Reddit. He goes deep and dark in yeah. Reddit. Yeah, man, that, he, that's where it's at. Apparently, he's my little millennial. <laughs> 
the <laughs> yeah, tap into. Yeah, that's that's what that's what distinguishes me from millennials because I don't fuck with Reddit. <laughs> like. I'm lost. I have a Reddit app, and I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I just I like see. I see the threads, and I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, man. But but for us, do you do you see like a um? So you know, all right. So you got the old, the Molly gear and all that, and the Velcro. Right. But then there's like a jump to say, you know, like the Haley Strategics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. They're doing great. The cries, um, you know, that's not Spiritus, but First Spear. Right. Then you you do have those drop brands like like Spiritus. And right, Spiritus. I think you know, Pharaoh to some extent. They is, become is, like kind of in a little class of their. They're they're like almost graduated to the cry, but mm, still in the Spiritus. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. It's it's hard. Like I I know I shouldn't speak for them. I, that's my observation of your observation. Of, yeah. yeah, like I know like with with Pharaoh. Like I'll I'll look at Pharaoh and I'm like and I know those dudes are great guys Riley and and, mm-hmm. and Chris and yeah awesome yeah awesome dudes man super fucking chill you know yeah but like so like with the gear for example it sells I've seen guys use them they beat the shit out of them um, but there's but there's also that other market where like the drop the drop gear. Right. Is that, I don't know if it's the right term to use, but like limited edition. Limited edition. We only sell fifty, and then that's it. Yeah. You know, I I wonder the the quality of it. Is it gonna outlast, like say an LBT or a, Eagle? An Eagle. You know what I mean? Like, is it gonna? Because I mean, the, like like an Eagle sixty ninety four plate carrier. That's fucking thing is built like a tank. It is. And it, you know, and yeah, they just recently updated it because it was. Right, you know, in in terms of design, it was it was old. I mean, they've been old. they've been running it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And it's I old. mean, it it works. I I feel like that some of these newer, younger companies they're getting a fresh perspective on things. Right, and they're making stuff that wasn't recognized by these more mature brands that have been in the business yeah. for a long time. Yeah. You know, the a lot of these big brands like a LBT or a they they're making massive amounts of their plate carriers or whatever item they're making military for, military exactly. for contracts yeah so you know they're really focused on delivering those and, yeah. and you know in the customer service and all that and i'm not saying they don't innovate because i know lbt's like i'm very familiar with their innovation mm-hmm. team yep, and they've got a great here. one and they're yeah. they're innovating a lot but you've got these little niche guys yeah that like they come into this industry and or, you know, might be end users, might not be designers. Right. And they're like, man, look at this. I think we can change this and use this material here and that. And they're making some really big strides. And, and like mm-hmm. a Haley is another example. I mean, yeah. they're, they've been around for a while now and um, their stuff's just hard to get. It, it, but but it really it, is. it's yeah. really well thought out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's purpose driven. Purpose driven. Um, and, and I feel like some of these smaller niche companies, that's what they're doing. They're like, okay, we feel like we can change the market with this. Mm-hmm. And then they, they come out with it, you know, yeah. like the dangler yeah. or whatever it might be, right. you know, and fill in a need. And then they start getting a name and then, you know, they go, oh, w- look at this sling. I think that we can change this or add this. And it makes a better sling. And, yeah. You know, and they're, yeah. they're yeah, pushing and the envelope that's, that's on innovation. Absolutely, like innovation is great because it drives people to improve on things. Well, it makes Eagle know? and LBT and you know, yeah, Blackhawk yeah. or whoever. Yeah. yeah, They're like, oh man, I, these weren't on our radar, but now they are because our customers are starting to ask for 
these brands, yeah. you know, and then that's what motivates them. Like, yeah, because I it, change like unpopular opinion. I'm sure it would be like, I don't know, but for me, it seems like, yeah, you're right. The fact that you know, the 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 big guys have the military contracts that back them up. Yeah. That they they were, I feel like they were behind at some point when it comes to modernizing. Yeah. And using new materials. But their customer was behind, too. Yeah. yeah. The, the no, military no, no. was behind. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, blew, blew their mind when I showed them the Pharaoh concept uh, FCPC. What? <laughs> like, yeah, man. It's, like, really cool. Because, yeah. I mean, I've had I've had dudes be like, yeah, I was in, in the Navy, blah, 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 this long. And they only know what they were given. Right. Yeah. And so, like. Now you got new customers outside the Navy when they when they get out, you know. But yeah, I, th- I think that that big names, specifically like Eagle and, and LBT, they they've innovated and caught up, you know, try to play catch up because they were they were with big name, you know, yeah. contracts. So and then the on the other side, just because I know LBT, they're innovating in other areas. So oh, we're no, talking about plate yeah. carriers and stuff, but man, they've got programs they're working on that yeah. I really. I don't know if I can talk about it or not, Probably so I not. won't. But, you <laughs> but know, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're spending yeah. a lot of resources innovating over there. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, it's, yeah. And it's showing, man. Like, it has. Yeah. Like that the new uh, G3. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty slick, you know? Yeah, and then you look at a Cry, which I feel like Cry is one of those brands that kind of does it all. Yeah. They service their continued business but they continue to innovate and mm-hmm. push the envelope on what they're doing yeah and no, they do absolutely. it on a massive scale yeah they do i mean dude like i have their face mask oh yeah. what yeah let me see that you haven't seen this one yeah. it's sitting in my ass. It. it doesn't smell anything but <laughs> it's great it's got some kind of i don't know what it is but it's like stretching holy cow yeah you know so it's cool it's, it's that's sick yeah man do y'all sell these no nah, no nah. bought them from cry because i gotta wear it fucking stupid face mask like, <laughs> hey let's just buy a bunch of cry ones I so, need to hit them yeah. up yeah man you probably have a direct line to the man himself hey man no well, I, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that, that that's what looks like pretty comfortable how do you not know this Todd I don't yeah, know it, it's tell. very comfortable um, uh, it's washable so you can you can rewash it because after a while it smells it, like y'all can't lunch. see it so it's a very thin yes. stretchy uh, multicam fabric yeah it, it feels like gray like, and coyote uh, brown it's like almost Duro. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then it's got a filter sewn into it. Yep, it does. And it's washable. It's got a nice contour. Yeah. Yeah. After a while, you're... It, we got good. some new TD masks we're actually going to... Um, we're putting Dude, out. Cool. Good shit. Week. Yeah. The only, the only uh, gripe I got, and it's nothing to do with the design or how they actually made this. White. Is not the white, but these little fuzzies oh. when they come off because they naturally do, and they get on your beard. And no, I don't have a beard because I'm Asian, but I will, <laughs> I will, I will fucking intake this in my throat, and now it's scratching up the whole <laughs> time. But do y'all wear one all day at work? Um, we we do up front if there's okay. customers up front. Are you up front? Uh, no, I'm I'm always in the back. Yeah, so we wear them uh, going from like if you leave your office or your cubicle, yeah. walking through. Yeah, yeah, but I mean for me, uh, I'm I'm in the back driving a desk, so yeah, putting out fires and things like that. So, <laughs> dude, man, babysitting. Oh, ba- babysitting, yeah, just pretty much that. But yeah, man, um, as far as as far as gears, that's nice. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I, I like it. So I I have like three of these and. What are your? Uh, leave them everywhere. Let's kind of go by through category. What's your top clothing brand? Um, 
top clothing brand, like brand name wise, would be for what at work or yeah, yeah. So oh, also, like right now, we're I mean, we've got cries, but we, you know, they're they're like turn- the G three yeah, combat, yeah, but G3. they're turn in, so they're okay. you know guys who come in, they want right. to store credit or they want they want to sell their their gear, their gear. yeah. I mean, they're they're new with tags, but we don't have a, a you know direct okay. line to a dealer right. to cry themselves, but yeah, I mean, there's that. Um, you know, so you're more combat focused. Um, no, and yes. Okay. By that I mean the guys who go in there, who do buy the, the combat pants and all that, you know, or uniforms in general are. It's an array of military and civilian. Right. Right. So, but for the most part, it's just guys who can't get it from supply. Because they don't have a size, or they don't want to wait, they got they, or they lost it. They, they lost it. Replace it. They're doing a workup. They're getting ready to leave, so they'll they'll get it from us. Um, so that's so. Cry is a big name, but as far as like top bestseller right now for us are the um, Velocity rugby shirts. Okay, those fucking move. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah they make yeah, them nice. Yeah, yeah our. For a while, uh, T shooter shirts was top, but I mean, we got to restock on those, so we're waiting on the restock. Yeah, we're behind. <laughs> so, so no, we, but that um, it, you can't even compare the shooter shirt to the rugby shirt. It's just a different animal. They, they are they are different. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was curious because like our number one brand that we sell is Arcteryx by far. Oh yeah, man, I, I love that bird. I buy that bird from you guys. Yeah, I mean it's a. It's a, a powerhouse of a brand, mm-hmm. um, you know. But then you know, I've like you look at Vertex; they've come out with some really good clothing right, recently. Right, like, yeah. and then we sell like a Victos, uh, you know. Yeah, Victos is cool. So they oh, make like some the like pretty good clothing. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of brands that are filling in this kind of gray man mm-hmm. um, niche yeah. that uh, are starting to really take over. It's taken a little while. I mean, we've had um, Dynamis; like they had. What was um yeah the the concealed carry pants they have yeah, yeah. so anyways Dynamis had some yeah. stuff um I know that S and S Precision had mm-hmm. yeah their jeans um there's been several really yeah Griffin had some jeans Griffin yeah I think uh, they, didn't they do Oxcart or something they like did that? well Mark I don't know Mark Owen and then Griffin and yeah. Oxcart I think yeah. they all did it together yeah. I actually have a pair of them. oh no shit I still wear you them like them. Yeah, I love them. They're, yeah. It's a really nice thin denim. Yeah, so that, that was that's a good point of a conversation right there. It's like when, you know, I look at pants, I'm like, fuck, I can't spend 150 bucks on pants. Yeah. Yeah, but it's got to be worth it, right? Um, you know? And and that's when when the Legend pants was really nice because it had the same function, but I didn't have to pay right. 150 So I was like, oh, cool. The TD yeah, Legend. Yeah, yeah, TD Legend pants. Yeah, but... That was, that's another thing too that we sell a lot of were, are, were the trousers, um, yeah. Carlos Rays, Carlos Rays, yeah, Neptune, was, yeah, because th- those are good gray mans. I mean, not yeah. not everyone wants to pay, you know, for cool pants at eighty, right? K U H L, yeah, K U H L. So like, uh, uh, for example, for us, we normally do like good, better, best. Yep. When we sell things, right? We, yeah, we do the same. Yeah, and so. Um, you know, we'll, we'll do proper so that guys who, you know, work security gigs or EMT right. or cops or they want duty, to wear pant. duty pants. Right. And then so there's that. And then there's the 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 TD ones. We don't have a best yet. I guess TD is our best as far as trousers is concerned. Not yeah. to guess you're asking anything. It's just because there, there's only two that we sell. 
you know but yeah those those are great because a lot of a lot of the uh cops off duty on duty you know do undercover work or like yeah know. we sell a lot to undercover um, yeah and and it, it works man i've i've yet to rip one you know so yeah i mean it, it's we try it's to offer value you know yeah. we're a direct consumer brand so yeah. we can offer uh, a better price and you know I feel like better quality or more benefits to a pant, mm -hmm. um, more bells and whistles than, you know, because of the layers of markup that have to go through when you're yeah. doing it from wholesale to oh, retail. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, but you know, you get into like, I've been a dabbled in the denim world for a long time as a designer manufacturer and then just consumer. Mm -hmm. And there was a time when denim was expensive as shit. Yeah. Well, you know, it was two, three hundred dollars. I mean, I don't remember. Do you remember, like, no, I mean, man. seven jeans, uh, true religion, the, uh, true religion. I remember I never bought them. Yeah, and I was just like, nah, it's not for I me. I mean, it yeah. was expensive, and those brands were kind of got played out, but there was like Edwin and there's Japanese denim companies. And then I heard, I heard Japan's really big into like really good denim, they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. They, they, um, when we kind of lost our manufacturing here in the U.S., they came and bought all of our looms and started mm -hmm. doing the denim techniques because they were like huge Levi's fans. So then they went to the right. Cone Mills and all these different mills, bought their old looms, took them back to Japan and started doing theirs. And they were doing the dye processes and the, the loom processes and, mm -hmm. and the manufacturing. And they're, I mean, it's it's a cold. And it's still, there's a lot of different, like three 316... There's a lot of different denim brands that are still there. It's mm -hmm. just uh, more of a subculture, yeah. but they're real expensive. And you know, some of the washing process is very labor intensive yeah. or they're just raw. I mean, there's still that, which I have a, a bunch of different jeans. And, and that's where, well, that's where the value or the, the cost adds up to the is, wash is the wash and the process of it. It is yeah. because it's all hand done. Oh, well, I shouldn't say it. Yeah, the majority of what you see of jeans, I mean, unless you're going to Forever 21 or Walmart, mm -hmm. if you're buying a, a fairly decent denim, it's usually hand done. If you're buying a real expensive denim, it is like meticulously done. Like you spent hours on it. No shit. So you're paying for that labor of, yeah, so it's, it's a work of art. Yeah, I haven't, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not educated on. Yeah, it's on interesting. That, so, There's, yeah. I mean, it's, you can go deep, deep, deep. And I don't, no shit. I just kind of surface yeah surface denim guy yeah, i don't know man I'll, I'll i'll look into like fancy pants you know but what you know a lot of for a long time it was you'd buy raw denim uh -huh. and you'd wear them over it oh and over then it. yeah that's right you'd never wash them and then they get all the characteristics from you wearing them stone wash or some shit like that well that's a that's a uh, washing process that you <laughs> get that's like the 80s stone wash I forgot what, yeah back. okay i dated myself sort of because i remember that. like I remember my mom acid wash acid wash like someone said I think it was my mom that said one time like oh I'm just gonna buy an expensive pair of jeans so I can make it look like it's used you know when yeah. you just use it that, you know what I mean like you have to pay for it to make it look used yeah I mean yeah. you just see it now with knees blown out yeah but yeah. um so what you do is you'd buy these raw denim uh -huh. you'd wear them over I mean I'm talking <clears throat> like a hundred 200 times and you all the indigo starts go like starts rubbing off on whatever right right and then you get these white spots from the the white cotton that's woven in there and um 
it looks cool. You got these cool characteristics. You never wash them. You, there's certain techniques you can do to yeah. make them so they don't stink. Um, you might rinse them, you know, in, in like a, a warm bath, and you just put them in there, rinse them if they get real dirty. Yeah. And then you hang dry them. Don't you? Uh, you ever make pretend holes in them, like fake holes, <laughs> so it looks rugged? I, mean, I, I have some that I've done. That. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's how I got into clothing. I was. Uh, I used to when I was in college. I so I lived with George George Mason in right. um, near Georgetown. They had a diesel store there, and uh, I would go there. And I couldn't afford diesel; they were so expensive. But I was like, I can figure. Oh, out Oh shit! How to the diesel, diesel store. Yeah, I, I just clicked diesel jeans. Diesel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. They still make they, them. They're still around. Yeah, they're still around. Oh, okay, all right. Um, so I would go there, and I was. Just, and I was like, I can figure this out. Because they would have paint splatters or they'd be torn yeah. or like bleach on it. Mm -hmm. And so I started messing around in my little basement apartment. And um, I was making pants. or I'd, I'd go to the thrift store, buy some Levi's or yeah. whatever. Or I'd even go to Gap and get broken the sale. It's not really broken in because they weren't doing that then. They weren't de what we called deconstructing. Uh -huh. um, kind of the more fashion or like a, 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 a G-Star, Diesel, yeah, G -Star. some of these mm -hmm. brands were doing it. and. And I started doing it. And then people were like, at school, I'd go to school. They're like, oh, man, those jeans are sick. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I did it. They're like, can you do me some? I'm like, yeah. So I would charge them 50, 100 bucks, depending no on how long. And, and that's how I hustling. started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started doing right. That's cool, man. It. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. It's fun when you make stuff for your yourself you it's, know yeah yeah i love yeah. it yeah like so i mean i yeah you know, and you get complimented on it yeah that's what's really cool. yeah yeah like i'm not to the extent where you are but like yeah i'll, I'll print my canoe club shirts not because i want to please everyone because oh, i want to do it for you, you actually hand print those no 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 i mean like you know had, had them screen printed yeah. yeah i mean we haven't had a run in, in a while but and you made those sick patches too the yeah the patches project. yeah so you yeah. came up with that yeah it was just so it, the the thing with a canoe club was that i i had to get blessing from one of the uh one of the local team guys right. in the area because because basically uh canoeing is a very has a very violent um yes definition you know when it relates to this specific patch that i made right so canoeing is basically when you shoot someone in the face and it opens up their their head right, right? And like a canoe so you know get the gap get the gap and so that was that and then there's there's feathers involved. It's an inside joke, kind of. Yeah. Each feathers represent a, different, a group, a different group, yep. right? Because it's different colors. So I had I had to get blessing, a blessing for <laughs> it. And so I had the patches made, and I was like, fuck, we got to make the shirts. So um, my buddy and I, um, DJ over at Tribes Gates, another local dude in Virginia Beach. Which we hope to get him on the podcast. Yeah, where, where are you? I'll, I'll shoot him a text if he'll be, he'll be down for it, but... He he was in the navy, yeah, you know, his special missions unit, and you know, he he's like, yeah, fuck it, send it, let's let's make the shirt. It's like cool, so we made a shirt and it, it did really well. And again, the only purpose really is because I wanted to wear it for myself. If, if <laughs> hey man, if you want to buy one too, cool, yeah, man. yeah. But dude, it was. Yeah, that was. And so, do you get just regular people like your mom or dad? Like, oh, that's a cool looking shirt. Yeah, yeah. I got asked one time by some. <laughs> so we went to this pastry shop, my wife and I in Williamsburg. We went to this pastry shop, and you know, it, so the the kids that work there go to college. So you know, you can tell like, yeah, man, they, they, there's like a ninety percent chance 
they're they're against guns or they're against oh, violence. Okay. You know, you know, tree I thought you were going to say they're high. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but so I walked in there, and this kid was like, oh, that's a really cool shirt. He goes, are you in a, in a canoe club? <laughs> oh. and, and thinking it was an actual canoe club. And I, I looked, I said, oh, no, no, it's not that kind of canoe club. And... <laughs> And she's like, he's like, what, what is it? I said, nah, you don't really want to know. It's okay. But no, nah, it's not, it's not a canoe club. But yeah, it, it's fun. Cause like the it's people aquatic who, sport club, again, it's kind of like a gray man thing. Cause like people who know what it is will yeah, laugh you know, at it. You know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a, a joke, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, making stuff for your own, for yourself. That's how it started. Yeah. Yeah. And it, then people, you know, they like it and just it, It's funny. It. Cause you know, People who who start businesses or, I uh, you know, if they start it with with the intent of hey I want to start a business to make money, it seems like there's not as much drive as there could be if it's someone who says hey I got into this because I like doing something right you passion I mean? yeah the passion man the driving it yeah so. I've done both and um I've done both I mm-hmm. the, the passion I enjoy better yeah you know yeah. when you're not chasing the money and you're yeah um you're just chasing what you really want to wake up and do every day yeah yeah and most of the people i know that are in business uh you know they started business their own mm-hmm. entrepreneurs they that's that's how they started with some sort of passion right right and um or interest mm-hmm. another yeah, yeah. interest yeah. you know if you're interest. into hunting or whatever and yeah uh, and then you have a skill set they can go towards that mm-hmm. and you have an idea or whether it's a product or innovative product or whatever a talent right. and then they you know make a business out of it make a living yeah because i've always seen people who go oh man i want to i want to start something just to make some money which is fine if you and want i to- don't know that it doesn't work because i know i know probably two of the most successful people i know if you want to you know uh tally their success by wealth mm-hmm. uh that did that yeah, it was it was a, a money thing. Yeah, it's like hey, I see an an opportunity, an opportunity here, yeah. and I'm gonna go after it. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like if there's if there's drive, there's there's you can tell by someone's product, right? That they they really put something in there, you know? Yeah, their brand, if you will. You know what I mean? But then sometimes the people who are like that, they just don't have a business sense. You know, they yeah, might have a really me. good. <laughs> Me too. Because <laughs> I'm not rich. Dude, like, seriously, I'm like, how the fuck? Man, I got to pay taxes? What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? What? I can't spend all my profits? <laughs> oh, I got to pay taxes at the end of the year. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Like, I, I mishandled it, you know, terribly, you know, but. What, and, tax issue? No, not, not the tax Because <laughs> I, I'm. No, I've been there too, but mostly like, uh, you know, you start an LLC, but then like, I didn't know, you know, what's what, like, right. I I needed the S court versus LLC and how to, yeah. I mean, it's, it's complicated. It's way too complicated. Yeah. And my, my tiny brain cannot comprehend. Well, I'm not interested in it. Yeah. That's That's the other thing. Yeah. If I'm not, forget about it. That's the last thing I want to do. No, absolutely. But all right, man. Hey, uh, Where's my watch? I think it's it's uh, eight o'clock. Fuck, it's eight o'clock. All right, eight p.m. Well, let's let's put a button on this guy here. Um, hey man, so thanks for listening, everyone. Um, like Todd and I said, I don't know who's gonna win this election. Um, just everybody be safe. You know what I mean? Be safe. Yeah, just 
just chill, man. It'll be all right. Chill and uh, <laughs> get, give your loved ones a kiss and a hug and appreciate yeah. what we have Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. We've got a lot. We've got a lot to be grateful for. Yeah, right we've now. got a lot. And you know what? There's only, what, one more month till 2020? Yeah. Just just stay indoors. Don't do anything. <laughs> two more months. Yeah, two more months. Two more months. So, all right, man. We're going to get out of here, and I uh, hope you guys have a good day. Yeah, have a good all day. Right. All right. Goodbye. Let's go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go.